This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. Explore Deloitte technology careers at deloitte.com slash tech careers. And engineer your future at Deloitte. Welcome to Cottage Talk Full-Time. I'm Russ Goldman, and co-hosting with me today is Emilio Donello. This is our initial reaction to Fulham's 1-0 loss to Barnsley at Oakwell, the opener for the new season in the championship. We also have a very special guest joining us, and that is Rob Wilson, who is actually leaving Oakwell as we speak. He'll be sharing his initial reaction to this match. Before I bring Rob on, I want to bring Emilio on and just... Say hello to Emilio. Emilio, how you doing? Hi there, Russ. Hi there, Rob. Um, business as usual. Eh? <laughs> First game of the season, and uh, yeah, we see what we what what many of us expected—a poor performance and a disappointing defeat. But I hate to say I'm right, but hopefully we can improve from this. So yeah, disappointing to see a, a lackluster performance today, really. Extremely lackluster performance. And before I bring Rob on, I'm just going to share this as my initial reaction. I want to give full credit to Barnsley, to the manager, the players. They had a plan. They saw it out. They stuck to their ways of playing. They did not change it at all, and they thoroughly deserve to win this match. So I want to start by giving Barnsley credit because they deserve it. They made Fulham look the way that they did, but that's certainly not going to stop me from criticizing a very poor performance from Fulham Football Club, but I felt a need to talk about Barnsley because if we don't give them credit, I don't know what we're doing here because they were the much better side. Let me bring Rob on the line. Rob, how you doing? Thank yeah, you good evening, Rob. Good evening, Emilio. Yes, uh, I, I'll have to echo your uh, your thoughts there on you know giving Barnsley uh, much credit to uh, stifling us and making us look very, very ordinary. But at the end of the day, Fulham were not other races. They nope. were absolutely very poor, both uh, defensively and offensively. Um, and 
I walk away from the ground today being a, a very, uh, very disgruntled Fulham fan. I certainly understand that, Rob. Let me ask you this, because as I'm watching this, I'm watching the style of Barnsley, something that stood out for me. What was the style of Fulham in this match? I, I honestly can't see what style. I mean, I actually I sat next to uh, Tom Kearney's dad, who, Ian, who actually said that Fulham had played a completely different formation in all the preseason games. And then going into today's game, looks like we didn't do anything that we'd done in pre-season. Although the personnel may, may have been the same. It was the same sort of format, 4-3-3. I mean, Kamara for knockout was, yep. uh, was a strange decision. Uh, I understand knockout's not 100% fit compared to the rest of the players in terms of fitness. But, I mean, he'd done enough in 25 minutes when he came on to warrant probably a starting position. But uh, both with and without the ball, we were very lacklustre. And, I, you know, I was, I was, it was a typical Fulhamish type performance. And I've walked away talking to many supporters, um, you know, very, very disappointed. Well, they have every right to be very disappointed. Emilio, your initial reaction? Um, I thought, obviously, Rob said, from what I saw, you know, obviously I wasn't at the game, I saw it on, on a stream, it wasn't the best quality, kept buffering, but from what I could see, we just we were just second best throughout. I, I think tactically, we had no formation. We had this debate 10 days ago, when Rob, when we did that show 10 days ago, so we, we wouldn't know what formation Scott was going to put out there today, what, you know, tactically. So I think he was out fought today, outgunned. Um, we looked slow, sluggish, lethargic, you know, especially midfield. You know, that midfield from two seasons ago, you know, wasn't as fast as then. When these guys are two years older, and we looked terribly sluggish and slow defensively, we haven't reinforced. We just, it's just too. We need a, a whole day to discuss what went wrong today. But ultimately, Barsley were the better team. They wanted it more. We were just very second at the races throughout, and it's just disappointing me that the. You know, I'm going to criticise Park here. You blame the players. You know, that's one thing. But tactically, we were second best. Some of the decision making was poor. Why was Kamara, you know, being so wasteful? Why was he allowed to play the whole game? You know, put, you know, why did Cavalera come off? And you know, what, what, what were your thoughts on that? Because I thought Kamara, yeah, you know, I, I wasn't too concerned. I totally he was agree. I thought... to start. Were you surprised if Kamara started? I'm, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't. Sorry, I wasn't surprised he started because I know that his form in preseason had been quite decent. I knew that Knockout was probably ten or twenty percent behind the rest of the line last mm-hmm. in terms okay. of fitness because of his Brighton uh, um, scenario in terms that he hadn't really put the fitness in there knowing that he would leave. But I wasn't surprised Kamara started. But I was surprised, like you, that Kamara finished the game because I thought he was absolutely disgraceful in terms <laughs> of his 90 minutes. You know what I mean? Because he don't know yeah. what he's doing and I don't know what he's doing and I'm sure Scott don't know what he's doing. You know, that's a good point. So that, that's a concern, you know, you know the, sort of the substitutions or... The timeliness of that, and that's something we can reflect on a more on a longer show. But Joel, I'll sure. say, you know, we can't blame Scott necessarily that we haven't got the, the right depth in the, in the squad at the moment. But, you know, maybe I want to say, let's focus on the goalkeeper in the defence, because I think if we look at that goal, you know, I don't know what you saw, Rob, as well. Yeah, Rob, Joe I want Ryan, your opinion on the goal that was uh, given up, because I've seen a, a lot of different angles from this. What was your perspective that the goal yeah. that Fulham gave up in this match? Yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was poor defending. Um, and I think we got lucky a few times before that or after it in terms of, you know, that uh, I think defensively we looked a bit 
we looked a bit shambolic. Um, it didn't help bringing Christie on, which I don't think, you know what I mean? I don't think he's up to being uh, a Fulham player, if I were honest. And I'm being, I'm being quite honest there. Uh, Rob, he uh, made Mark a mistake Lange, that should have cost Fulham a goal in the second half. Oh, yeah. Mark's Lange, Mark Lange been making mistakes in preseason games and giving the ball away. So for him to be dragged off after 30 minutes wasn't a surprise to me. Um, but, you know what I mean? It's, you know, it, we are, you know, it, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You know, sure. we, we can we can all go home tonight feeling deflated. And you know, you look at you look at all the results today, and not just Fulham. I know we're talking tonight about Fulham, but right. you look at Brentford, Stoke, Cardiff. You know, you could if you if you're a betting man and put your house on on teams today, you'd have lost a lot of money. But and so it's you know it's disappointing walking away from today's game as a as a pundit as I was with. Uh, 1,600 other people there that have paid good money to go and watch Fulham, and we haven't really performed, full stop. You know, both with and without the ball, Scott, Scott can't defend that. And no matter how much he's set him up in pre-season or today's game, I totally agree with Russ. We were outfought by Barnsley. Barnsley wanted that game a lot more than us. And they had players that have come from lower clubs, that were free transfers, that had more adrenaline and athleticism in their body, shape, than us, and uh, and that's the that's the full that's the full and bottom of it. Totally agree, Rob, and that's what I watched. I watched the team, and uh, the announcer kept talking about the age of Barnsley that that they were very young, and you could tell. But they were also extremely hungry, all on the same page. They knew what they needed to do. They were going to close down Fulham. They were doing the high press, and they were going to cause Fulham to make mistakes, which they made. And then when I look at the flip side, how did we react to it? We looked lethargic. So there's a way to react to it, and I don't know why the Fulham players were not up to the same level as Barnsley. I I don't want to give it an age thing. You have experience on them, but they just did not seem up for this the way that the Barnsley players were. That's why I wanted to start the show by giving them more credit, Rob. Yeah, I agree. I think think Kearney, McDonald, Johansson were were – were just missing. They've Absolutely. Just not performed. They've, they've just not turned up. They're absolutely not turned up. As, as much as we can blame what was going on offensively or defensively, your key players who are experienced players at this division, Kearney, um, Johansson and McDonald, they have just, they've just, they've just not been there. Totally Scott, agree. Scott needs, to point, Scott needs to point the finger at that midfield three because that is the key part of our going forward and going defensively. And them three weren't at the races, full stop. Totally agree. Emilio, I want to get your thoughts on this because while watching the match, and also when I talked to my guest, Rob Miles, he was talking about a key player for them being in their midfield. If he controlled mm-hmm. the midfield, then Fulham could be in trouble. And that's exactly what happened. You know, it's funny yeah, because to- when you look at it, this really has, I think, a lot to do with the midfield, like Rob just said. Absolutely, there was no there was no creativity there. The passing was slow. It was, it was off off color. You know, you know, don't disagree with that. But why why were we not ready for this game? I've got you know you've got to look at the coaching here. It's, you know, we've had two months to get ready for this game. You know, it's not like all oh, preseason is just finished and the season starts today. We've known about this week, so we've uh, had to get uh, ourselves ready. Uh, yeah. pre- I'm slightly disagree with you, Emilio. I know you've not a, you're not a Scott Parker fan, and I know you. You you do knock him week in week out on these shows, and uh, and, and I I stand by 
my decision last season and this season. I will stand by. And I okay. think Scott Parker will eventually be a um, a top manager. I and so. I think he's. I, hope so. I, hope so. I think I, I think he's in his early infancy of being a sort of Eddie outside player, but uh, in terms of management. But I think, yeah, he, he's he's got today role. You know, he, yeah. he, he trusts in his players and they've not delivered today. So you know, like any managers in any employment, you know, you have to you have to live by the sword. No, I agree. I don't disagree with that. I just feel that. Why weren't our players fully fit? And they, they, they didn't look fit to me. They didn't look ready for day one. That's that's where I'm coming from. I just I, the fact not that they didn't turn up. I just don't think we've had a great preseason. It's been a struggle, disappointing results, and I just didn't feel the the team looked ready and up for this challenge. I just didn't think we were 100% fit. We're still half on the holidays and start half on the football pitch. To me, just you know, on the question, not just Scott Park, but the whole coach team, have we got our players? Fit and ready enough for this for this game today. We just we're just far too slow end to end. And is that the players' fault, or is that also a coaching issue that we haven't prepared ourselves appropriately, despite what's being said in the press? So that's just my yeah. concern. I just I don't think we were fit, physically ready for this challenge today. Their point there. Uh, I, I, I slightly agree and disagree, but you're like to say any 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 professional player that goes into a pre-season should be ready for the first game of the season. Right. As, an individual yeah. or as a squad, they should be. And I'm sure Scott has prepared them as best he can and his staff. Uh, when they make individual errors or they go into a game like today where the the, te- the, the opposite team are, are more on the offensive because it's a new league for them and they're up for it and we're not, then, you know, there's fours and uh, minuses against that. So I think, you know, it's, as much as it's very disappointing to see you know, the 90 minutes uh, performance of today, uh, I question the players as well as the manager and the coaching staff. Yeah, I don't think it's all targeted to, to, to Scott and his team, but, you know, I think no, I certain, indiv- certain individuals within the squad have not have not done themselves justice today, definitely. Totally agree. And Rob, I'm with you. I don't want to see Cyrus Christie at right back anymore. Can I just say that right now? <laughs> Don't want to see uh, that. No, I, 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 don't, I don't think you should ever play for Fulham again, but it's my opinion. <laughs> okay. This is the way I want to end this full time because I want to just take a look forward for just a second to end the show, okay? You're Scott Park. I want to put you in the shoes of him. After this loss, what does he need to do to get this club ready to play Blackburn? What would be your advice to him if you could give him advice? I think, I think he, he just needs to read generate the squad. I don't, I don't think we're a million pounds. We don't suddenly become a bad side overnight because we've had a poor 90 minutes today. We have got the front four, whether you call it three and Kearney, yep. to, to, to do some damage in this division. Um, I think, questionably, Johansson and McDonald need to be questioned. And we all thought from two years ago that these two might grace this division. With the, uh, with the pace and the uh, the youngsters and the athleticism in in this division now with with key key teams, I don't think these two may be up for it. So we need to look at that. Um, That's a fair I point, he Rob. Needs to, he, he, he needs to get some bodies in before next Saturday. I'm sure you know uh, um, whether it's centre half, right back, or centre midfield. I think all three areas need to be to be enhanced, and I'm sure Scott his recruitment team and Tony Khan have been working on that. Right, and that's a great point, and I'm glad that we talked about the uh, central midfield because as I've been focusing so much on a right back, on a center back, 
we need reinforcements at central midfield. And I'm glad that you talked about McDonald and then, of course, Johansson. Can they do it two years later in the championship with uh, going against younger players? Will they be up for it? That's a question on for... T- on, today, on today's showing, no. Right. Totally agree. I mean, if we're basing it on what we saw today, then Tony Khan and Scott, they really have to think about reinforcements in central midfield because if this is the way it's going to look, then it could be a difficult season for full more than I thought it was going to be because I was really depending on those three to run the show like I saw two years ago. And I saw a young, hungry team run the show, and that was very disappointing. Listen, Rob, thank you so much for joining us on short notice to uh, do Cottage Talk full-time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. That's a pleasure. Uh, not, it's a pleasure to do it, but under under difficult circumstances <laughs> when we've just witnessed uh, 90 minutes of hell, to be honest. And, oh, it was, uh, it was hard. Roll, roll, roll on next week, Blackburn. We've got an opportunity to turn it around and uh, get three points okay. back on the board. But as I say, uh, it's not all, it's not a doom and gloom. I'm, too, I'm sure today is, as much as it's disappointing for me and the 1600 and you as uh, as viewers watching online, yep. I think um, I still think there's some positives that we could get out of the game. Uh, it's up to Scott and his team to turn that into a, a real positive for next week's game, Blackburn at home. Totally agree. Emilio, final thoughts before we go? No, yeah, good. I think we're all, I think we're all fairly aligned in terms of our thoughts. I think Rob's point is it's a marathon. We've got 45 more games to to redeem ourselves. If we can, if we can get some 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 good acquisitions in the next five days, strengthen that squad um, in those key areas that we've discussed. And I think you know we've got a chance. This is the weakest championships division for many seasons, so that's either a pos- an opportunity or a challenge, whichever way you look at it. So you know we're still we're still we're still in there. We've still we've got enough quality there to score goals and win games outright, but. You know, we need to eradicate some of these mistakes and really strengthen in the air that we've all been crying out for. But I expect the Tony Khan and team to uh, to be working very tight, very tirelessly in the background to do the right thing for the club. But let's, it's a hiccup. It's one game down. Let's got 45 more to look forward to. So uh, let's see what we do against Blackburn next week. Right. And my final thoughts is similar to you. Listen, it's one match. It's a horrible match, horrible performance. We move on to Blackburn. But this week is going to be key. What is Tony Khan and his staff going to do? Who are they going to bring in? I know that they watch this match intently. Will they react to it? And uh, I hope that they do. I certainly hope that they do. I expect that they're working hard on getting players in. And uh, if this is an indication of where they are right now, they certainly need to strengthen. Those are my final thoughts. All right, guys, listen. Thank you so much for doing Cottage Talk full-time. It is time to wrap it up. For our special guest, Robert Wilson, and my co-host, Emilio Donnell, I'm Russ Goldman. Thank you, as always, for listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute, and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ 
the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.